You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zaghari. Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. As always, bringing you the experts to help you optimize and maximize your mobile strategy. I'm Shahab Zaghari with Skywire, a premier business and marketing technology firm that specializes in tools for the hospitality industry. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz, author, analyst, and owner of Mobile Groove, providing strategic content marketing and custom research to the global mobile industry. And thank you for joining us today. It's going to be a really great show. You know, the the mobile ecosystem can be daunting. Uh, There are a lot of players and connections to understand and follow. And, uh, you know, sometimes because of that, you need someone to help you navigate through that. Yeah, I mean, it's so true, Shahab. I don't know if you've seen those charts, those frightening charts that show us sort of like the mobile ecosystem and then it's just, you know, hundreds of names packed into uh, uh, parts of the chart and you say, what, there's, there's 40 plus mobile advertising networks, for example, mm-hmm. or, um, you know, how many open APIs are there really? So um, absolutely. It would have to be almost like one of those tri-fold out infographic yep. type deals. Filling your wall, Huge. literally. I mean, you could just yeah. whiteboard your office. So, um, so with that in mind, um, I've brought Carolyn Luco to the show today. Now, Carolyn is known as the connector. She has been in the mobile industry since 1995, a coder, a funder, community builder, entrepreneur, and uh, recognizing the importance of the mobile developers and ecosystem way early on, she started the Wireless Industry Partnership, um, and they've had successes and continue to be success building developer communities for clients such as AT&T, BlackBerry. Uh, I could go on and on because that's uh, really her... um, background and what we'll be talking about today is uh, more about how this all works together with brands, with companies, uh, how do you work together with your developer community. So hey Carolyn, I won't take it away from you. Welcome to the show. Thanks Peggy. Thanks Shahab. Really nice to, to be here with you. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much. So uh, you know just as 
as a background for our listeners, um, you know, when did you jump into, um, and just for lack of a better term, we'll say the mobile industry? Well, it was back in 1995, actually. I finished up an MBA and uh, got a chance to work with Anderson Consulting. And uh, they came to me and said, you know, Carolyn, you're a smart girl. We really want you to come and work for us. Come and work in New Brunswick in government services. And I said, no, that doesn't sound very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) And they said, well, how about, uh, you know, the telecommunications industry and we'll move you to Toronto. And I thought, oh, that sounds pretty cool. Okay. And, you know, as soon as I jumped into that telecom, you know, mobile industry, and it was at the time when, you know, the internet was just growing and and mobile was converging with all of it. And I had to learn every, you know, sort of technical term and how things worked. And I just saw something that was going to be big and fascinating and exciting. And I wanted to be a part of it. That's great. Well, I think probably mobile fit the bill for sure. Um, but, you know, it's quite a jump from there to sort of understanding connecting that massive ecosystem and recognizing you know really early on the the importance of mobile developers and how that was going to fit into everything i mean now you know brands can't imagine life without mobile developers <laughs> creating their apps and 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 you know mobile enabling that engagement so how how did that come about i'm i'm curious myself actually <laughs> well you know um some people call me a visionary and uh, i think it's just um I've always been a community builder, and it really started from there. So um, in Vancouver, I actually created the world's first wireless association, mobile association, and and started uh, the world's first mobile incubator. And it was just really, I found a need within our own community, you know, that that developers, I think I always kind of like to work for the underdog, you know, how can I help them be better, understand business better, get better connected, and just really started things that way. And then all this, you know, then I started to get questions from people in in Scotland and in Singapore and in San Diego going, can you show us how you did that? Sure, no problem. And, you know, it was from there that I really realized that developers didn't just have problems, you know, connecting and doing business and, and you know, in Vancouver, it was really a global problem and I wanted to go and help developers globally and, you know, now that's, you know, sort of a a phenomena now that, you know, developers have really grown tremendously worldwide. Everybody wants them. And it's, uh, you know, mostly just sort of came out of my need to to build community and help people. And that's where the wireless industry partnership came about? That's right. And WIP, so WIP came about in 2006 to really be able to support those global mobile communities. And and what, what are WIP jams? So you're telling me you haven't been to one? I have not. I have not. <laughs> you have missed out on something amazing, Shahan. Have you been, Peggy? Oh, yes, yes. Ah. <laughs> there really are, are, are uh, <laughs> they're the way that we have presented a, a developer event to the developer community. And we always came at it from from the perspective of, you know, it's about developers. It's not about people pitching to developers. It's about developers. They have a voice. Uh, we want to hear from them. We want to make sure that they're getting the connections. We want to make sure that everybody who comes to the event comes away with meeting, you know, 10 more people than they knew before and came away with something really valuable that they could actually use in their business tomorrow. And so they're always really interactive, you know, lively events, good debates. But uh, people always come away going, 
you know, it's only noon and I've already got 50 business cards and have met great people. Great. Fantastic. So how do we get from there? Because that's very key and that's still a big part of what you do. But then now we've got the whip factory that I think is for our listeners uh, a bit more relevant because it's really about saying this is about bringing you together with those developers you so sorely need. Yeah, and Whip Factory is our developer marketing agency and really, uh, you know, the world's first developer marketing agency. You know, we saw the need to help companies create their developer communities um, and really strengthen their developer communities. When we got started, you know, there was about a dozen I could sort of, you know, count uh, that were around. But again, you know, as the mobile community and software community and um you know that has has grown. It's um it's really become well we're 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 really busy. Let's say. Well, you know, I'd like to hear a little bit more about that. You know, how does that work in practice? Because, you know, as the way it's done now, it's sort of <clears throat> like um, companies like ESPN and others. And I think they're actually stopping that uh, recently. You know, open up your API. Um, say here's a lot of data and think the developers are just going to come dive in and build value on top of that by sucking it into their apps and making (laughs) something amazing out of what you just opened up. Uh, And that's not the way it works, really. It sure doesn't. I mean, it's it's all about open innovation and open innovation has been a you know, a theory that's been going on for a long time. And if you do it right, it works. But unfortunately, most people think it means open innovation. Somebody's going to do all the work and we're going to make all the money. And and it's not that way. It really needs to be a partnership with, with who you're going to work with. And, you know, whether you've got uh, some sort of a device that you want developers to build applications for, you know, of course, now it's the wearables, which we'll get into a little bit, you know, or it's just folks with, with data. So, you know, we've done some work with NBC Universal, for instance. They've got tons of, you know, data and assets around all of their um you know, entertainment that, that they offer. And, but they've got so much of it, they can't do it all on their own. So they're looking for developers to help them out. And so it's just really important that there's a number of points within that that are really clear, that there's a good partnership, that everybody's got a way to be successful, whatever that definition of success is. And so Whip Factory, it's, is, it, is it kind of like a, uh, you know, uh, going and watching people speak on panels or is it people actually working with APIs and trying to figure out ways to, um, you know, uh, facilitate those uh, connections or is it a little bit of both? A little bit of both and even and even a little bit more in depth. I mean, when people are starting to open up a program, uh, we'll help them decide. I mean, number one, how many developers are out there anyways in the world? Um, you know, we hear anything from 5 million to 50 million, which means you've really got to figure out who you're targeting. So segmentation for us. Uh, is a really big part of what we do. Um, we help market then, you know, how do you actually go, go encourage those developers to come and work with you? And then there's a whole piece which uh, we call in the industry onboarding. Great, you've gotten them to come to their your website, but are you really, have you really explained properly, you know, who your audience is and what you're looking for? Uh, do you have the proper code sample. So it's got to be really technical too. Are people going to really understand how your technology works and how they can use it? So there's a whole number of things that that we do to help people um, get their programs up to speed. That's a good point. 
you know, because usually uh, developers have those blinders on and they're just working on their code, they're working on their app, uh, and not necessarily how they're going to, for lack of a better term, market it to the people that they want to see it. It's a good place to stop. We do have to take a break, uh, but after the break, we will be back with Carolyn, so don't go anywhere. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Shahab Zaghari. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And again, our guest is Carolyn Luco, founder and CEO of Whip Factory. Thank you again for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I mean, right before the break, you were talking about how to sort of, um, you know, the, the care and feeding, the nurturing, what have you, sort of the, the real building of relationships between brands and companies and their developers. I'm just curious, what is your experience about how far along they really are on the, on the uh, learning curve? I mean, how, much, how many brands and companies really understand what open innovation is all about? Not too many. <laughs> I thought so. I thought so. So you have a lot of work there. What 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 are you running into as the as the issues? Well, the, you know, open. I think when when big companies go into things, there's always some trends. You know, everybody everybody wants to do what everybody else is doing, and the current thing is let's open up an API. And so typically, companies come to us and go, "We've got an API. We want to have a hackathon." Um, because hackathons are cool, and you know that's super cool. That's all, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all great, and they're 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 fun for developers. But often there's not a lot of results out of that. So we usually try and get our 
our clients to step back a bit and go, why do you want to hold a hackathon? Okay, so we want some, some apps. Great. Um, do you know, again, what kind of developers you have? Is your is your program even ready? You know, going back to sort of where we ended off, mm-hmm. does your API actually work? Have you tested it? Because often the APIs are quite buggy and they don't work that well. Um, or the documentation isn't there. And I know developers who've gone into hackathons and have spent hours rewriting the documentation for the companies. You know, that sort of thing should be ready. And so, you know, what's the gauge? How do you know when you are ready um, to jump in there? Well, you've got to hire a company like us, of course, to to help you. Uh Shameless plug, but true. No, but it's true. It's, I mean, (laughs) it is. Yeah, we do have something we call a a seven point onboarding system. Um, You know, how many minutes does a developer have to create a hello world? We go, you know, it's how many minutes to hello world? Uh, within in your system again do you have documentation do you have code samples do you have case studies case studies and use cases are really important because you know one of the things I talk about is the myth of the creative developer everybody wants developers because they're going to create something really cool for us well you know what like anybody in the world you know what what's the percentage of the of true creative people you know, less than 5%. So what, but what you need to do is you need to be able to create the picture for them. You know, who's your audience? What are your expectations? Um, or what, and what are, you know, what do your buyers, customers, partners, what are they really looking for? What are their issues? Um, and if you can't create some of those stories and some of those use cases, you're going to get apps that aren't very exciting. Um, You're going to get apps that you've probably seen before. You know, for instance, when we worked in the retail sector, um, you'll just get apps, you know, find another store. Well, you can go onto Google Maps and find those stores. You know, there's Mm -hmm. nothing innovative about that. But, you know, are there customers more, do you have more customers who want to buy, you know, in in baby clothes? Do you have more customers that want to buy fitness? Do you have customers that want to buy cars? Okay, that that makes it a lot more interesting then for developers to go, oh, okay, I can create around, you know, some different themes. So we're talking about creativity here, innovation, and I mean, that's a great way to get to, you know, the Internet of Things, wearables, Hmm. where we're getting so excited about, you know, this is where the real creativity is, um, this is where the real excitement is. What are your views and what are you telling sort of both of your uh, you know, stakeholders in a way, both the developers who might be really excited, but also the brands and companies that might have to be a bit more realistic? Yeah, I mean, we're still really in early days on uh, on this stuff. We're testing things out. We're, we're seeing what, you know, on one side, the technology is still being tested out in terms of platforms. Um Doing things within Internet of Things and wearables, we're back to devices. And the interesting thing around there is, so what kind of developers are we talking about now? We actually need a few Mm. more hardware developers. Well, you know, even within the schools, they've been pushing so much software and web developers over the years. They're not creating as many hardware developers. The old hardware guys are over 50 now, and they don't want to go and work for startup anymore. (laughs) So... So there are more and more companies that are building platforms, so it does make it easier, but we need a different kind of developer. And then consumers, on the other hand, 
you know, there's a, you know, Fitbit is, is popular and, you know, my mother's got one and all the friends have got one and my cousin's got one. Um, and so there's, you know, there's a business model around that, but a lot of the wearables and internet of things is just still really new. So I think if, as long as people take a, you know, a very cautious approach and know that we're in, when er, we're in early days, that's got to be really important. And so at Whip Factory, uh, you know, what, what kinds of things have you seen uh, come out or what kinds of things do you tell these developers uh, on, on how to attract developers uh, to kind of help and, you know, build on the ecosystem that they're building with their APIs and things of that nature? Sure. I mean, with the developer programs and, and API providers, we really get them to We've got to look at a different kind of developer now and also for the developers that we've been working with, it's really some education on how to build these particular you know, devices or, or, or what have you. And what we do actually is we do a lot of workshops. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we build technical workshops and um, have places where developers can come in and then and then learn about it. Um, a lot of it's very hand hands on. Um, you know, we've we've sort of built a maker space actually for Intel at one of their events, so developers could come in and try all this stuff. And then we do little contests around. Um, you know, we made it fun. We were building alien detectors, and um, you know, with with the boards that Intel had, we also had a number of sensors. So there was a sensor, for instance, that detected um, alcohol because, of course, aliens have you know alcohol in their breath, mm. and uh, you know, or you could detect movement or or different things like that. So. Um, we really had fun creating uh, with those sort of things. So if you give people an opportunity to, you know, have all the tools that are there, have somebody that can help them with the coding, then you can build some really interesting things. And then it's too, it's also going after some different folks. So, you know, we're looking at more going after some of the makers, again, some of the more hardware developers mm-hmm. um, as well. And, and, and so the most innovative in. gets the first prize kind of thing? Yeah. It's so, cool. uh, you know, it, yeah, and some of them, it, I mean, it's amazing what some of the people came up with. It was so, it gets to be so much fun. We also, also um, built um, a big uh, piano um, that, you know, when you step on uh, different the different keys with the sensors, and it was, it was really a lot of fun, too. So, uh, I have to say with, you know, apps are great, and you can play with your phone, but when you actually can interact with something... Um, it just makes it makes it way way more fun, and maybe that's the the you know allure of uh, wearables and just tech of that nature. Um, this year at CES, I mean, there was things beyond watches, you know, <laughs> yeah. smart uh, refrigerators and the whole kitchen that can you know talk to you and things of that nature. Where again, it goes beyond the app; you can actually touch things and interact with them. Um, and, and whether it makes it fun. Um, like with some of the watches are really practical. You know, for instance, I'm just um, I'm moving into a new home and I'm renovating and my contractor came to me. We're putting heated floors in and he came to me and he goes, so uh, we can put the, you know, put the regular thermometer in and, you know, you it's just like it always is. Or there's one that, you know, is a little bit more technical and you can pre-program it before you leave the house. He goes, or there's one that you know, connects to your router and, you know, mm-hmm. you can 
connect it to your phone and change things there. And I go, I want that one. He Did goes, you offer yeah, that thought, one? Yeah, me, I thought you would. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, I've got one of those and it's nice. You know, you can turn <laughs> off the AC and then, uh, you know, you're uh, half an hour out coming back home, turn it back on and then the house is ready when you get there. It's oh, actually so really nice. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> All right, well, that's a good place to stop. We do have to take our last break of the show. Listeners, don't go anywhere. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcasts at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows, past and present, like SEO 101, Affiliate Buzz, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Read through our blog for continuous industry news and programming updates and socialize with us through all of our social media channels, including Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and YouTube. Download the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, a must-have for every internet marketer on Earth. Download it now from the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store today. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Shahab Zaghari. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. Again, our guest is Carolyn Luco, founder and CEO of Whip Factory. Um, you know, what, Peggy, I'm, I'm sure you kind of uh, uh, had a few things going um, before we went to break, uh, but I, I did want to uh, ask Carolyn. You know what? What would you recommend users uh, and developers when they're coming up with their business model? What kinds of things should be top of mind? Yeah, well, certainly for developer programs and and API providers, what we we call it engagement. How are you really going to engage these developers to use your APIs, your tools, your your devices? And you know, in addition to you know all the hype about how exciting it is. Developers still want to understand what's in it for them. So what's the business model around it? You know, are they going to be able to make some money? Um, are they going to be able to put advertising in? Uh, are you going to pay them to build an app for you um, for, for whatever reason? So it really needs to, you know, they really need to understand why, why they're really doing this. And excitement only can take it so far. 
So really a big part of this is being very, very clear, as you said earlier, be very, very clear about what you want. So, you know, what kind of app, or if you're doing wearables and you, you can find people who can do the hardware, you know, what do you want to actually give your audience in the first place and then communicate that to the developers to sort of get them on the same page? Otherwise, uh, you know, they're developing in one direction, you're looking for something else. Can you give some some pointers around that? How do you keep both of them on the same page uh, and, and create a community in the process. Sure. I mean, you've got to have a realistic business. You can't just be throwing things out there. So, um, you know, having that business model and those reasons are really important. Um, you know, like we spoke earlier, um, really being able to help that community understand who your audience is and who you're building for. So having those use cases is, is really important. But there's a, you know, a big part of what developer programs miss out on too is you know they've got all the hype in the beginning and they've held the hackathon and they've got this great mailing list and then they kind of just go oh well I guess we need to hold another hackathon like, <laughs> no you need to support the developers that are already there so you know there's there's technical support there's help with their with their businesses that can be done online it can be done with workshops it can be done through um, you know even even things like Stack Overflow and GitHub, which are really important avenues for developers to get their information and that, you know, that peer-to-peer engagement, which is always so important with developers. Companies need to be able to do that. You know, you, you don't measure your developer program based on how many developers you have on your mailing list. You have to measure it by the outcomes afterwards. And I think that's sort of a, a big part of what people forget is, you know, you it's marketing to developers is not just about getting them to download your SDK or getting them to try your API once. And, you know, traditional marketing is all about that initial purchase, that initial usage. Developer marketing is about co-creation. You know, what have, what have you both, you know, gotten together to create at the end of it? So that's the way you need to measure. So certainly the whole, the whole measurement process um, within developer programs is something that a lot of people need help with. Yeah, and again, if, if that's not something that they're well-versed at or, uh, you know, comfortable doing, uh, there's nothing wrong with them going to a consultant or a consulting agency to help them out with, you know, kind of the business side of things. So you develop that, but, you know, help with the business side of things. There's nothing wrong with that, is there? <laughs> of course not. You know, and truly, you know, developer marketing, developer programs, developer evangelism, it's a very new craft. Um, and there's there's actually not a lot of people that have been in it as long as as, as we have and, and, you know, some of our, our cohorts in the industry. And again, um, you know, what, what specifically do um, you do when you're working with the developers um, to kind of, you know, get them along their way? Uh, sure. And in working with developer programs and then our, and, you know, sort of our community of developers, um, again, we help them understand the type of developers that they want to go after. Um, we help them uh, do a lot of activities around that. But they can certainly, uh, our website describes a lot of those activities. It's uh, whipfactory.com, and people are welcome to, uh, to reach out to me, too, at connect at whip.org. Beautiful. Perfect. Um, and Peggy, how can our listeners get a hold of you before we run out of time? 
Yes, yes, indeed. It's all over at mobilegroove.com. Uh, companion posts about our show as well as uh, columns I route elsewhere, such as uh, uh, Forbes and The Next Web. And again, you can get a hold of me on Twitter at Shahab Zagari. That's Z-A-R-G-A-R-I. Thank you for joining us for Mobile Presence presented by Skywire.com. Remember that new episodes of Mobile Presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. And finally, you can stay connected by downloading the Webmaster Radio mobile app from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. Thanks again for listening to Mobile Presence, your inside track on everything you need to reach and engage your target audience with mobile. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.